Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the super light collection. The lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's ALLBIRDS.com code SUPER24. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Doggy Pod. I'm Dr. Rob Zammett and we hope you are all fighting fit and well. You're, you are extra chipper today, Rob. Yes, thanks very much for joining us. I'm here, his producer, Stephen Peters. And yeah, we do have another great episode coming at you right now. Well, look, I am chipper because we're going to be talking about dog bowls. <laughs> dog, bit, I mean, yeah. it doesn't appear to be a lot you can do with a dog bowl. No, it sounds simple, but you know what? Much more complicated than you think. And so some considerations about A, the bowls you have now, and B, if you're going to buy a new one. Also, can dogs laugh? Like, have you ever heard a dog laugh? I mean, have a bit of a giggle or whatever? I laugh at danger. <laughs> I mean, they're happy, but do they actually laugh? <laughs> anyway, Rob's going to tell us all about that. Yeah, and well, while we're at, we'll also talk about doggy hiccups. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's it. Anyway, there's some quirky stuff this week. Um, <laughs> speaking of this week, what have, what have you been up to this week? And talking about quirky stuff, yeah, we had a, a puppy that has been wet, a female pup, wet in her back end all the time. Never, ever dry. What sort of dog? It's a little cavoodle, and it was constantly wet since birth. Right. So we've seen this uh, puppy, we, yeah, we saw it first vaccination, and the owner said, yes, the breeder said, we've got problems with this. Since birth, this dog's, what, what, when you say wet, been weeing herself? Moist, or? yeah, just, just always constantly dribbling urine mm. all the time, mm. out of the, the vulva, the vagina, and just never dry, never, ever dry. 
happy. Yeah, everything's fine. No s- bad smell other than the urine, of course, and no uh, infection, signs of infection. She's eating well and doing everything else well, but it was a problem. It's been a problem since birth. We saw her now. She was 12 weeks old, gave her her vaccination, and then admitted her for surgery because what she has is a thing called an ectopic ureter or had. Now, the ureter is the um, thing that comes down, the tube that comes down from the kidney all the way down to the bladder Mm. and deposits urine in the bladder. It's got to be above the sphincter of the bladder. And so it just deposits the urine inside that big balloon that looks inside you call the bladder that's held in there when the sphincter opens up. In other words, when you go to the toilet, when the puppy goes to the toilet, opens up and it urinates. This one had the sphincter, uh, the ureter positioned below the sphincter. So the urine came down, instead of going into the reservoir, the, the balloon reservoir called the bladder, it went straight out all the time, just dribbled bits of urine all so the time. So how did you find that out, through x-rays or what? We did ultrasounds, we did x-rays with dyes, and at the end of the day we had to go in and have a look because you know, not a big animal and we're trying to work out where the ureter is hooking up, where the sphincter is. It was very difficult. And it was more on the history, the fact that she's never been dry, Stephen. This constant moisture in this back end told me exactly. I've seen this problem before, and I thought, yeah, I know what this is. Um, the people thought it was a thing called a persistent urachus. That's where the when you are in the mother's womb, your urine goes straight out your umbilicus. You know, it doesn't go out your vagina. It comes out, has a special opening a tube called the urachus but the persistent urachus or a a patent urachus you tend to urinate out of your belly button all the time ah the old persistent urachus yeah imagine imagine doing a wee out of your belly button eh? not good (laughs) so that's an entirely different problem for some reason she thought it was that but no it was this other thing when we opened up um she also had the Fortunately, the same attachment that was bad, we could trace up and we found the kidney and the kidney was all big and soft and wobbly and balloon-like. In other words, it's called hydronephrosis. It just wasn't functioning properly, the kidney itself. So we removed one kidney. So this puppy had a nephrectomy. We removed the kidney. Uh, We tied off right at the end where the ureter was... uh, attached to the bladder, and you know, within 24 hours, everything was dry. The, the breeder couldn't believe it because she loves her little cavoodles. You know, she was going to sell it, but obviously couldn't sell it with this problem. And she said, you know what, I'll probably just keep this and love it. And that's fine because um, it'll have a happy, normal life, but just one kidney. Oh, yeah, what a happy little cavoodle she <laughs> must be now. Wow. And dry. Well done, Dr. Rob. Yeah, it was good, good, good ending to a difficult case. This whole vet cape is really working out for you, isn't it? Yeah, at last. Thank goodness. I'm still, in, still practicing. Yeah, still in practice. <laughs> so I'm sure we've all seen our dogs smiling. You know, dogs smile a lot. I love a good doggy smile. And, um, and I swear I heard a dog laugh once, but I don't think so. Maybe it was just me. But is there such a thing? Can dogs actually laugh or giggle or smirk or do any of those things? Have you ever seen a dog laugh? Well, yeah, the Rob? simple answer is to say no, it never happens. And that's incorrect, would you believe? And, ah. and 
the, a doggy laugh. Because I always thought, gee, they, are they laughing or not? I wasn't sure. Are they laughing at you or with you? <laughs> Probably at, at me for sure. <laughs> and so I did some research on this. And there's a special laugh. It's sometimes called a play pant. It's not quite panting when they're running around, but it's referred to as a play pant. And a, a woman called Patricia Simonette at Sierra Nevada College studied this quite a lot. And she recorded it and noticed that it was a much broader range of frequency, this play pant, than normal just panting because they're out of breath. And so she recorded some of the play pants and if she then played it to other puppies, they'd get all excited and start running around as well and, and what's going on oh, now. Right. And it was pretty much concluded that dogs have their own type of laughter, referred to as a play pant. But, yeah, they've got, we've always known dogs have a good sense of humour. Well, now they know they'll actually stop and have a little ha-ha-ha at you. So, so it's it's more like a pad. It's then, yeah, it's yeah. A, it, and if you listen carefully, especially when they're playing and they're having a good time, and uh, you can notice it. I've I've certainly noticed in the part, and I, th- I thought maybe it's just a funny way to get catch their breath when they're playing, mm. but it's mm. not that at all. It's very different. So it, it's quite different to the normal type of um, panting because I'm exhausted and laying there. No, they'll do it while they're playing, broader range of frequencies. And because they are so happy. Wow. So next time you're playing with your dog and it's... Yeah, you, have you, a listen. You, yeah. <laughs> you, when you really, crack a joke and... Uh, yeah. yeah, probably not my jokes. No, definitely not your jokes. Oh, well, Stephen. <laughs> so it doesn't feel like it's a big deal, but apparently there is a big difference between... Doggy bowls. Hmm. Bowls you put your water in and put your dog food in. Uh, I would have thought it's just anything that holds it, really. But um, Dr. Rob has a different view on that. Yeah, look, a study was done recently on just that thing, dog bowls. Who does that? Who studies dog bowls? Well, some university somewhere did it, and they did find some really nasty bugs in some of the dog bowls. Not just the ones that... uh, are left there all the time. Yeah, if you leave, doesn't matter what the bowl is. If you leave it there all the time, lots of bugs will grow in that water. If it's a water bowl, because mm. remember we we talked quite a few um, doggy pod sessions ago that dogs have some six hundred bacteria in their mouth, and some of them can be quite pathogenic. Well, the, the, once they have a drink, some of those bacteria are going to be in the water, and they will start growing in there. Plus, if it's in the sun, we see algae growing. You see that green slime if you leave it in there. Not good for dogs at all. So definitely, bowls should be washed daily, and people do not do that. What, a water bowl? Water bowl should be washed daily. Pick it up, Ooh, empty it out. I'm a bit guilty of that. I think we all are, Stephen. We've all are. There's enough water in there. It's nice and clean. Mm, looks mm. clear. Good. Yeah, there you go. Now, the recommendation is to wash it daily. Now, the type of bowl... The ceramic bowls, yeah, those nice ceramic bowls and some of them are glazed Mm, and all that sort of stuff, really bad for dogs. They have found (laughs) some really bad pathogens. They've even found that, you know, the staph that is just resistant to all the uh, antibiotics, sorry, staph infections, resistant to lots of antibiotics inside the crevices, the micro crevices of ceramic bowls. So all our ceramic bowls got tipped out this week. We didn't have many of them, thank goodness. But, yep, from now on, sorry, folks, no more ceramic bowls. For for food or water or anything? Nothing, nothing. We don't use any ceramic bowls of any kind. 
And would you believe wow. much, much can be said about plastic as well, plastic bowls, because they look smooth and that, but they get roughened pretty mm. quick and they will grow bugs as well. And so the only thing was metal bowls, but then be careful because the wrong type of metal bowl can cause poisoning in your dog. But like it was, yeah, they're stainless steel bowls. That's it. Around. That's the one. That's well, what you're the good use. one or the bad Sta- one. No, they're the. Good- cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15, 15 15, just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good ones. Stainless steel bowls are fine. So, you, know, you get these fancy copper bowls and other other colours and that. Not good for your dog. They they can have uh, quite a few metals in there that the dog will absorb and leach. Any galvanised bowls, of course, totally out because again they leach a lot of yeah. uh, products into the water. So only nice bright stainless steel bowls. Now you can buy them. You know the the fancy ones to try and slow dogs down when they eat for the fast eaters. You can buy stainless steel ones like that. And you can just buy normal dog ones which have a a rubber matting so they're not sliding along the bottom Mm. of anything. But, yep, the only bowl that came out on top was the stainless steel bowl that is still washed every day. Oh, sorry, that was that was me. But sometimes it could be your dog. Yeah, well, you know what that was? That was an involuntary contraction of your diaphragm muscle. Yeah, I knew that. Okay. But I would call it a hiccup. Oh, yeah, that's that's probably more reasonable. Hiccup. <laughs> and that's what a hiccup is, your muscle that separates your abdomen, all the intestines and stomach and liver and everything in there, from your chest, your thorax, the heart and the lungs. There's a muscle right across there called the diaphragm. When it has an involuntary contraction, it then suddenly closes the vocal cords and you go hiccup. And why does it occur? All sorts of things that have been found. You know, dogs that are fast eaters or drinkers can get hiccups. Stress can cause hiccups. But I've never heard a dog hiccup. Oh, really? So, so it's, it's, you have? Oh, often. Yeah, they get hiccups. Stomach gas can cause it. Spicy foods, hot foods, cold foods. Just overexcitement can cause it. And look, 99 times out of 100, no big deal, it goes away. Occasionally, it can mean that there are other problems there. Uh, Things like infection uh, or bacteria, those sort of things that that are not good for the tummy can can cause it. And even it could be a sign of something much worse. If your dog hiccups all the time, probably yes, worthwhile. Maybe change the food first and add something to the food to just slow down things, usually just a little bit of calcium powder or something like that. It just helps take the the, uh, the food down a bit quicker to, in the stomach and stops the hiccups, they, they believe. I don't know if that's true or not. Some people use degas tablets as well to try and stop hiccups if it's a common occurrence. If it occurs too much, off to the vet because I want to 
check it out, make sure there's nothing down the esophagus, the tube that goes from the stomach up to the mouth. You know, if you have a little growth there, that can actually be uh, cause hiccups. So you've got to be careful of that. Oh, there you go. I've never heard a dog. Because that must be quite distressing for the dog because they wouldn't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> well, they don't, they don't know it's an involuntary contraction of no, the diaphragm. That's they right. would just be right. thinking, what is happening no, to they, just, they sit there and you can see them. Yeah, yeah. It's quite funny. And you want to slap them on the back or you know, what are you supposed to do with people? You frighten them or something? You know, well, you know, there's a lot of people <laughs> swear by... Um, what is it? I think you drink, take up, get a mouthful of water. Don't swallow it. Yep. Uh, and then I think block your ears and your nose. Yes. And then swallow it. Could you imagine trying to do that for your dog? Yeah, try, or trying to explain it to them. But have you have you ever, ever had any um, um, hiccup remedies? Um, the ones I've heard of is a little bit of water with some lemon juice and just I, drink it. I guess it tastes. Oh God, makes you yeah swallow it fast. Don't know. Mm. Haven't really gone looking for the hiccup remedy because fortunately, 99 times out of 100, it doesn't cause any problems in our dogs. Well, if anybody does have a hiccup remedy, why don't you send it in to um, the doggy pod, one word, at gmail.com and um, tell us about it. We'll talk about it later. Interesting. Yeah. All righty, this was a brisk little episode, Rob. I think Rob's in a hurry to get going. <laughs> Got things to do. Although I can't imagine why he would want to be no, anywhere I... else but doing another episode of the Doggy Pod. I love our listeners. They really they get um, emails. In fact, I was at a dog show. It was a big Royal Easter show oh, yeah, a couple yeah. we of weeks ago. We talked about that last week too. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so many people came up and said, I'm a Doggy Pod listener. I thought, oh, this is all right. Yeah, it's very yeah. nice. It was really Actually, good. I was going to ask you about that. That one That's one thing I forgot to mention last week after you'd been um, sort of supervising a whole lot of the judges that come from all over the place. Mm-hmm. When they have the best in show yep. at the end, yep. there's like seven or eight or nine different dogs. Right, competing. Seven dogs. Seven dogs competing. One from each group. Ah, that was my question because they all look quite different and I'm trying to figure out how do they decide which is the best in show when you've got a big furry dog, you know, right next to a little tiny short-haired dog. Yeah, it's not easy. I mean, firstly, they have to, you know, they have to come through their breed and win best of breed. So each of those dogs that are in the final have won best of breed. they've won best of breed. Then they go against all the different breeds in their group. So there's mm. the toy group, which has toy, like Maltese, Chihuahuas, the Bichon Frise, all these little toy breeds. They all come together, Yorkshire Terrier. Uh, they all come together. Then there's another group um, called the Terriers, and we know all the Terriers. Mm. You know, everything from the big boys like the Airedale, the Kerry Blue, the American Staffordshire, down to the little guys, you know, the little um, Tenderfield Terriers and the Jack Russell Jack Terriers. Russell's? Yeah, Love a Jack but, Russell. And everything in between. They, they all have to come in. There's the gun dog group. The gun dog group are those dogs that literally have been used to flush out game, uh, mm. field spaniels and setters. Hound dogs? Uh, pound dogs? Hound dogs. Not yet. We're, we're, oh. you're, you're jumping. They're, they're not, not they're, in the gun dog. They're not. No, oh. Nothing but the hound dog, no. Mm, okay. In fact, hounds have that whole group on their own, the hound dogs called the Hound Group, surprisingly. Right. Okay. And yes, you have Bloodhounds, you have Afghan Hounds, you have Salukis, 
and uh, lots of other breeds. In fact, I think I showed some on Instagram when I was out there. Yeah, you were posting a lot, which yep. was great. We saw some hounds as well. Then you have Group 5, which is the working dogs, the cattle dogs, Kelpies, German Shepherds, Corgis, because they're cattle dogs, people. Yes, people think, what? The Australian Shepherds, etc. Then there's Group 6, which is the utility group. Utility group, things like um, the Portuguese water dog, and the Portuguese water, they're in the, the <laughs> Siberian, the <laughs> Siberian Husky uh, is, oh, a, yes. is a utility dog. The um, Rottweilers, Dobermans are, are in the utility group, a lot of other breeds like that. And then finally, Group 7, the non-sporting groups, uh, they're the ones that were cheated cards. Yeah, I was going to say that would be the group I would be in. Yeah, well, they're poodles, the are, they're in that group. Right. Uh, Shizus, sometimes called Shitzus. Mm-hmm. Uh, white people mispronounce that, Shizus, um, and lots of other breeds in that group. And so you, you have to win first the best of breed, then go in against the ones that have won best of breed in their breed in your wow. group and win best in group. And then the seven best in group winners representing the group go in against each other. And the judge has to select which is the best representative of their breed, their group and their breed. That's tough. And so we had all those seven dogs lined up and... What came out was the Gordon Setter. Mm. The, the setters, there's three basic setters. The Irish Setter come from Ireland. Surprise. The English Setter comes from England. US? No. Oh, okay. oh, no, not the US, England. And the Gordon Setter comes from? Gordon. Gordon in Scotland. There you oh. go. And it won Best in Show. How good was that? Oh, okay. That's and, pretty and, impressive after yeah, all but, of that. And it was a new person to, to the world of dog showing, relatively new. She'd been around for a long time, but hasn't shown a lot. And, uh, well, it was great to see someone coming through like that. Hmm. Anyway, we've got to wrap up this episode, Rob. So um, so much for a quick episode. Yeah. Do you want to, um, you know, your usual words of wisdom well, to well, send look, us on our way? Yeah, well, we do deals as human beings. We do deals all the time. We negotiate positions. We do deals to get the best position we can. Yet for all people the best deal humans have ever made is that between humans and dogs we are their focus of of their love faith and trust and they do all that they return service to us in every way imaginable all for a few scraps if you want to help even up the imbalance of the deal that we made with dogs give them some extra special time each week a special walk somewhere for me it's taking them down to somewhere that's special for me. And you should do the same. Somewhere that's special for you becomes very special for your dog. The beach, for me, is the place to go with my dog. I mm. love it. And um, and they know I'm in just such a chilled, great spot for me. And they will just enjoy it even more. So take a bit of time to even up the imbalance in the deal dogs have made with us. <laughs> 